All right, hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Checking Vow Podcast. Um, your three favorite presenters are here again. It's myself, Mawena, I'm here <laughs> with Koku, who's very excited today. Parkofi, who's back from the sea. <laughs> the back, sea waters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's 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 good to be back. You know, took a trip to the sea waters to realign. You know take an in-depth look at Arsenal and where we're moving and, you know, just looking at Arsenal and what the future holds. I tell you, Maureen, I wanted to stay in the sea because the future <laughs> is not bright at all. The future is not bright at all. Oh, so, yeah, no worries, you know, no there's a lot to discuss and a lot has to we be will, said, you know. We will, we will definitely get to Arsenal. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have listened to our last episode, but... In that episode, we covered the weekend's games. So the games that are going to be held this coming Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, in this episode, we're just going to go through really quick and give our reactions to the midweek slate of fixtures. And to be honest, there's some very, very interesting talking points we have up here. You know, does Arteta need more time? Why can't Chelsea beat a top six side? Are Man United realistic title challenges? Okay, these, these are very exciting <laughs> topics. But... Before before we delve into these topics, we, we just want to give you like a background of why we started supporting like the teams we support. You know why why I'm a Chelsea fan, why why Koku is a Man U fan, why Parkofi seems to be wedded to Arsenal, contrary <laughs> to all advice. And <laughs> yeah, um, so who wants who wants who wants to go first? Oh, I mean, I can go first. Yeah, I not? guess yeah, you guys won today, so you're in high spirits. <laughs> Oh, we'll get into that even. But why am I a Man U fan? I mean, my dad is a Man U fan. So I guess maybe by virtue of being a kid, who mm-hmm. has been interested in football, just watching with him. But I think even regardless of the fact that he was a Man U fan, I grew up watching Ronaldo, Tevez, Rooney. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah, watching with him. Then you see, I remember one of the fondest goals I remember from Man U in that period it's when Ronaldo scored that f- like 35 yard yeah, screamer against Porto. Mm. Oh my yeah. god. Even Porto, yeah, in the Champions League, I just remember shouting in my house. <laughs> I remember in 2008, my dad and I, we stayed up late because the match went to the extra time against Chelsea. No, the Champions League final. Yeah. And we won on penalties. I was what, eight? I was like 11 years. But I remember that match so fondly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, you know, family and the family are watching games together and. Yeah, I've, I've gone through the tough times among you right now, but Charlie, things are looking on the bright yeah, side. So, yeah. Bright. yeah. The future is looking bright. Yeah. But, Park, what about you? Because I remember, I know your dad is a, Park, your dad is a Chelsea fan, yeah, I believe. Actually, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to be honest, I'm one of the few Arsenal fans in my family. I think we're like two mm. or three. Mm. But um, what made me start was so, my earliest football memory is. Thierry Henry, like, ripping Javier Zanetti apart, like, stopping, starting. <laughs> like, that. that's, like, my first football memory. Because I used to support every team that wore red. So, like, yeah, that's, it, it stuck with me. But when I really became an Arsenal fan, true, 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 was 05-06. I followed their whole Champions League campaign. I still remember... You know, back in the day, I, we had this little TV I would sneak off to go and watch. I remember Fabregas' goal versus Juventus, like, it was yesterday. So, it was from there. And, you know, having that heartbreak in the Champions League final, just said, okay, I'm going to see this team win this trophy. Like, let me stick to it. Then, mm-hmm. as you go older, you know, that those times under Wenger, you see... you. When you're starting to learn about football and the different philosophies, you see that nice passing. Every year we're getting this new, exciting young player. It was intriguing, right? From maybe the August to like February, you'd be challenging for the league. So it was also (laughs) enticing. But I must say though, growing up, one thing I loved was just every time Arsenal would play Manchester United. (laughs) <laughs> truly i i used to love it when the original big four played each other as mm. like there was something about it that was very like intriguing and i'd say i picked arsenal just because 
you know when you watch a football game and and you're just like wow you see certain you, you know when you watch players with ball sense and it's it's yeah, on a yeah. different level like you it's art so you enjoy what you're seeing but and mm-hmm. right now Charlie unfortunately I'm stuck with these idiots <laughs> like, yeah but man now what 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 got you in Chelsea game? Yeah. Is it Michael is saying? <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone always says that, but that's 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 actually not it. Like, so I, growing up, I only started getting into football in like class three, class four around there, and mm. then I at that time I only knew two teams: Chelsea and Newcastle. Mm. So to be honest, <laughs> Newcastle, like it could have been a flip of a coin. I would have been a Newcastle fan, and I would have been <laughs> suffering right now. Um, <laughs> Still yeah. Bruce football. <laughs> I just, I just ended up picking. I just ended up picking Chelsea, and then like, I think at that point in time, I wasn't really like wedded to the club in a sense. But like going through like Koku said, like those, 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 those moments of pain. I remember the 2008 um, Champions League final. <laughs> I cried. And then the next I'm day, sure you did. Oh yeah, it was, it was like, that thing was painful. Serious tears. <laughs> like, yeah, Man U took the lead. I felt like Chelsea were playing well. Lampard equalized. I think around that time too, like Lampard's mom had died or something, something like that. Yeah, so it was like very yeah, emotional, yeah, emotional yeah. time for, for all of us who were, you know, following the club. And then mm. when John Terry was walking out to take that penalty, I was like, okay, we can win this here. And then John Terry slips. I'm like, yeah, okay, that, cool. That, There's nothing wrong. That was like, <laughs> We're definitely still in this. And then Nicolas Anelka, I don't know what type of penalty he tried to take, whether it was a Panenka or something, but Van der Sar just took it and <laughs> caught it. And I was like, no. But yeah, that night I really cried and my mom was like, yeah, you know, sometimes someone has to lose. But I was like, why does it have to be us? <laughs> anyway, fast forward, the next year, that was the Barca year. The year we were robbed at Stamford oh Bridge my, oh for like five days. Oh, then Charlie, hey, Chelsea fans, you are suffering. Chelsea fans, you went there in the Esther. You know, I remember the commentary so well. When it yeah, went in, yeah. the commentator was like, and the Chelsea fans covered their eyes in horror. And like, that's the most accurate description I would have cried. <laughs> that that referee he hasn't ref ref the yeah. match since. Yeah, that guy hasn't ref the match. Yeah, Charlie, that's serious. That was serious. And. So, like, for me, it was, like, two years of back-to-back hits, like, late, late in the Champions League. And then, mm. um, I guess 2012 was one one of the really exciting moments for me, like, when we eventually won. Like, that Champions League Hi. final year, it was bam, bam, bam. it was nasty in terms of everything. It was, like, <laughs> horrible play. But it's just one of those things that you felt like you were in the trenches with a team. And after coming yeah. through that, like, whether you finish 10th or whatever, it won't matter to you because... You definitely feel like that special bond with that club, yeah. So that's 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 why I'm a I'm a Chelsea fan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Top times never last, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. Speaking of tough times, speaking of tough times, Koku, that, that was that was a great segue into our questions for today. So the first question, oh. Simi. Yeah, man. I, I think even man. Mm-hmm. Before we even get in, I feel like we have to tell a short story. Oh. of how this came about, even. Really. And let me even say from my point. I mean, I was just there one day. I was on FaceTime with Mauna. The Mauna was saying, why don't we start a podcast, you know? Mm. We have Simi there. He might want to also join. Because mm. I remember Mauna and I will have a FaceTime call during mm. the COVID areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Era. I mean, I say era. It's still going it's on. It's still going on. It's and still I will just talk for like one hour. I'm just talking talking. about, eh. And I'm like, my park friend now, everybody, we are talking about soccer, football. Yeah, like, ah. yeah. Let's just make this something where we can invite our friends on. We can meet new people. And yeah, look at us now. Charlie put so what? 17? I've lost count. Yeah, episode 17. <laughs> Going strong. Charlie. Going strong. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Mona, mm-hmm. kudos to you, you know. Shout oh. out to you for, you know, everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are, we are. <laughs> to be honest, we're, we're all a team that's working together. You know, we all bring like our different strengths and, and, and we mesh together well. Yeah. So. Yeah, and thank you to the listeners for listening to our first 17 episodes hopefully mm-hmm. we grow as a community and once we get to like season 2 and season 3 this will be big this will be big big things are coming on hashtag checking ball mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> alright alright so I think we have to start at the Emirates 
um yeah Pakofi. So I saw an interesting start. Mm-hmm. Since Arteta has taken over at Arsenal, mm. you guys have had seven red cards. Mm. In the <laughs> yeah. Do you know the 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 next <laughs> group of teams, like the number of cards that they've had? They've had three red cards in 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 that time. So questions have to be asked. Like, is it that he's he's not setting his side out well? Everyone is like making last ditch challenges, or people are just not disciplined like what's 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 what is going wrong at arsenal you see i think the likes of granizaka david luis you know all the all pepe and cool they all look at arteta and say when push comes to shove i can beat this guy arteta <laughs> commands arteta commands zero respect from his players and his shows you see because mm-hmm. it's quite ridiculous out <laughs> and this will sound bad nobody should judge me but while I was driving home from soccer when we were playing um Southampton, so I was streaming it on my phone and I actually put hey. it on my dashboard. Hey, <laughs> so, hey. So, safety first. <laughs> safety first. So I remember. I remember when Gabriel got his first yellow card for tackling Shea Adams. I remember hitting my my horn with my fist in the sense that you, I I had the feeling this guy is going to get sent off. You see, Arsenal, uh, it's it's so clear when a team is devoid of you know that leadership, because if you're on a yellow card, normally your manager can say to you, "Okay, boys, for five minutes, calm it down." Just relax the mm-hmm. play, you know. Mm-hmm. It seems as though Arteta doesn't have that. And, you know, as a team battling relegation, like Arsenal, you need every... You need <laughs> all the... Like, let, let's be honest, we are battling relegation because even if we win, <laughs> we, we'll still be 15. We, we are... We are a relegation team. Yeah, I think the team on top of you has a game in hand. Even. Exactly, Newcastle and Villa, who are yeah. Villa, who are eleventh, have two games in hand, and they are already six points ahead of us. So we might not see the top half of the table till February. That's even if we win our next few games. Hmm. But no, 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 no. but yeah, look, Arsenal at the moment. You know, watching that game. I'm, funny enough, my uncle called me and said, this must be a spiritual issue. Because how can you get <laughs> back-to-back red cards like that? Like, what's going on? You know, it's not like we play any nice football. And and I must say, the cheek of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. You score an own goal, you lose all the matches before. Only when you score some Bamba me equalizer, then you have the vim to tweet. Disgrace. You know, Arsenal are where we are. Arsenal are where we are simply because based on we, we we are where we are because of the 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 level we are at. That's our level. Right now, Arsenal play football like a like a team that deserves to be 15th, if we're being truly honest. Like even with the full complement of men and even with the quote-unquote fully fit squad, you are fielding a midfield comprising of Mohamed Elneny. Like, that's... No more... Does Elneny walk into any top six side? No. Oh, but I saw an interesting stat on Elneny. Oh, I, I think, no, like, no stats, top six no progressive stats, partners no in passes the in the league. tell me Mohamed Elneny is good. No stats. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. I mean... For me to just to chime in just a little bit, you guys are in a very interesting situation because you when you look at your Ateta, it's like you ask yourself, are the signs positive that it can turn around? The only positive I can get is that you guys teams are not necessarily blowing you away mm-hmm. in every game. So if it just becomes an attacking issue, like but that is very difficult because unfortunately for you guys. You have a lot of players who, on their own, cannot win you games single-handedly. Exactly. It's like Aubameyang. Aubameyang needs service. Saka is good, but it's a youngster. William, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Pepe has not gotten his career kicked off. 
So you have too many of those guys in attack that like, unless a well-organized system is in place, you are just going to... And look at your guys' fixtures. You play Everton Chelsea next. and Manchester City. Oh my goodness. Yeah, bro. And Everton are not conceding goals anymore. Yeah. It's Good luck, Charlie. You are my friend, so all the best. All the <laughs> Listen, best. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, the, the question on the agenda is actually, does Arteta need more time? And my answer to that is absolutely not. Because, you know, when you have a summer... Uh, like, okay, I mean, it's COVID, so it, there wasn't enough. But still, you've had enough time to analyze and try and implement what you want to do. Like, Arteta has been at the club for a year. This, I think this upcoming weekend, it will be a year since his appointment. Mm-hmm. And a year is enough time to stamp your philosophy. It might not work. It might not work because it like if we look at Hassan Hutu, it took a while for his philosophy to to you know really show in Southampton. But fifteenth is unacceptable. If if it's, horrible, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's absolutely unacceptable. You've lost what seven out of thirty. That is horrid. You I you see. My my issue is, you say there's a a a, a creativity issue. We can't create chances. Why in God's good name is Mesut also not even registered? Like, it's almost as though you know there's a solution to the problem, but because of politics, you rather see us on the brink of relegation rather than to play someone who could help. And for me, I can't see any... Like, you can't get any sympathy from me because of that. It's like, what kind of idiot are you? I remember um, on vacation... I was watching the Burnley game and there was an instance where behind the ball went out and Mikel Arteta sprinted for it through. I almost... I remember. I, I, almost, I almost broke the hotel TV because to me, I was I like, you idiots. You idiots. Look at you now. Literally running Actually, for your guy, job. Ah. When Obama scored, that guy was elated. Can you imagine? <laughs> he was it's, it's so sad. And, and, you know, I, I tweeted... The way Arsenal is run, it's, it's a systemic problem. It's not just Arteta, the players. It's from top to bottom. You can't... I'm sorry, but Edu has failed. And he's failed miserably. Which that guy is a director of football. Can you imagine? I don't even... Like, how did he, he get have the any job? Prior qualific- how yeah. did he get the job? We have to look oh. into these things. And, you know, I, I tweeted that even if Arsenal um, sack Arteta... They, the board is so idiotic, they would hire a manager like Lucien Favre. Or they would hire, you know, a very pointless appointment. You know, we've let Dominic Soboslai end up in RB Leipzig where we needed a young attacking creative midfielder. It's, it's, it's really pathetic where Arsenal are going. And to be honest, I'm truly worried because we could have zero points from the next three games. It's very likely you know, because Everton away, Chelsea, Manchester City. And I don't know why, you know, recently there was um, an interview with the Arsenal Supporters Union and they said they back Arteta 100%. I think it's a good thing to say, but in my opinion, his job should really be on the line. Really, because can you imagine if, you know, I always say myself, can you imagine if this was Manchester United? Jesus Christ. Can oh, you imagine Chelsea? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of Chelsea and Pakufi, sorry, no, that's we have to this thing. But I have to put my man here, Mauna, <laughs> oh, on the spot just no worries, a little no bit because it's funny. These guys were pumping. Where I can't even say they pumped West Brom because it was a three-three draw. Mm. So they were pumping some teams. I've forgotten what teams they were pumping, and now they are meeting teams that are well set up are difficult to beat. Mm. And they have lost two in a row. Mona, mm-hmm. what do you see of Chelsea? And I'll leave this one. Park of you. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Timo Werner, Kai Havertz. Oh my goodness. I saw Timo Werner. He gave yeah, the ball yeah. away about 100 times. Yeah, yeah. So, Mona, what do you make of Chelsea's loss against? Whoa, so, why can't you guys beat the top 10 side? Like, what's going on? Like, you face West Ham next. Yeah. Another well. Yeah, what's 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 going on? 
I mean, for basing the top 10 sites, that one, I don't know, it's just probably one of those freak stats, like, like Man U have only mm. scored one goal at home. No, actually, yeah, I think Man U has scored two goals at home. Like something, something oh, like that. Even if we have scored zero goals, yeah, yeah we are flying home. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those freak stats. Yeah. Um, but in terms of where where we are right now, I think before before this season, we used to be a very Eden Hazard reliance team. And I think right now, it's beginning to show that we are a Pulisic slash ZH <laughs> reliance team. <laughs> and if those guys don't play, Charlie, there's no creativity in the team to to, to make those mm. runs in behind. It's sad, it's sad. But I mean, the season is long, the season is long. What's, what I've seen from like week seven to week 10 definitely filled me with enough optimism to say that this 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 could be good this could be good so we'll see, we'll see. plus i think I we just perform better when yeah, there's no spotlight on that park could be sorry yeah go ahead go ahead like i just have a quick question for you do you feel as though your inability to be a top 10 side could be down to like the manager's game management because i'm just mm. recalling pedro neto's goal versus you do you think the You've seen that goal before, right? Yeah, exactly. I remember seeing it against West Ham. Yeah. I've seen it before. <laughs> oh, no, it's against like, West Ham, that was a very different goal. Last season. Mm. It's like... Uh, Yamalenko. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you think Lampard sometimes, you know, yeah, we are mulling you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, you know, I always say this. The reason why Jose Mourinho is so good at, you know, winning league titles, he realizes winning a league title... Is about um, it's about not me like reducing the number of losses, you know, getting every point you can. Like in that instance, I truly mm-hmm. feel that Lampard should have gone for a point. You know, yeah, we are mm-hmm. money new. It's a difficult place to go, but mm-hmm. Chelsea were pushing forward last minute. You yeah, know, to like, be very honest out. with you, yeah. yeah, Frank Frank is not that kind of manager. Like, I think Fergie said. A point is the same as a loss. Like that's two points drop. It's it's much better you win. Yeah. So um hey. in 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 like in response to like the team pushing for I don't think he would have loved for like the team to be like keeping possession and trying to see out a one one. I think in terms of moving forward, that's what he wanted. Um funny enough, he was asked about like the overcommitting and like the last whatever, whatever, and he said, um we intentionally kept like two people back, but the midfielders didn't weren't ready for the wolves clearance. So I'm going to put that down to like an individual mistake as opposed to as opposed to man management or game game management. Yeah. But the only thing that scares me is like the run we have coming up. We'll be playing some very very interesting teams. So we have like West Ham, Aston Villa, Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, definitely by the end of that run, like we could either be concrete title contenders or relegation. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I look at you guys just running, yeah. it's definitely not easy. And I remember I said at the beginning that I don't trust Lampard in 50-50 games. And you guys lost 12 games last season. Yeah, I just honestly see, feel that that's feel a lot. Like, Forget any... For, it's a lot, man. It's oh, yeah, a definitely. Just it's a lot. On, a, lot. But see, on a neutral think, basis. I think mm-hmm. the 12 games that we lost last season, yeah. I've not Isn't seen us games? lose... I've not seen us lose any of those games this season. Like, in the sense oh, that okay. we were losing to Bournemouth, where we'll have 70% possession, create zero chances, mm-hmm. Bournemouth will have one counter-attack and score. We were losing to, like, Newcastle. We'll go to Newcastle. We can't break them down. Those. Like, we're losing to the bottom half teams. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Liverpool will score you twice. My United will score Amana, you twice. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, people have been worrying me and my manager mm-hmm. that they have no system. Apparently, Bruno Fernandes is their system. Mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandes had zero goal involvement today, but we scored three goals. Mm-hmm. So, what is Lampard's system? What is like... Because we have seen three systems. With James and Cross, inshallah. Hakim Ziyech, left foot... <laughs> And inshallah, mm-hmm. Hakim is not playing anymore. 
all. I can't think of a third one. You guys are not even really a counter-attacking team. No, we're like, we're we're possession-based team. Like we move the ball quickly, yeah. try and attack mm-hmm. in the half spaces with the two number eights. Yeah, that's 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 the system. That's the so system. are you worried about Kai Havertz? Like, like the games are going. Not, I can't not, remember the last. Not at I all. I only say worried. Not at all. But do you expect more? Like, are you expecting more from him? Nah. Like, to be honest, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. Like. Are you sure he's a midfielder though? Because oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He gets. I saw some clips and he gets passed by a lot. Yeah, I midfield. think for him, yeah, he is struggling. This is why I made the point that he was struggling with the physicality of the Premier League. To some of my friends that I was talking to, and um, they were like, physicality is more like he just can't control and he can't pass. But once once he figures out like how to like throw his body weight around and how to shield the ball and stuff like that. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And right now, he's not one of the guys that we should be you should be, you should be worrying. Like the guys, I think we should be hurting are Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech. <laughs> Timo, some of the chances, I think he himself knows that he has to put them away. And right now, I feel like it's in his head. Yeah, but I mean, this week he has seen Firmino, Aubameyang, and Martial all score. So <laughs> a Timo hat trick in load. No, but. Just quickly on Kai Havertz. Look, mm-hmm. I watched him a lot last season. He's he's quality. And a lot of people forget how young he actually is. He's still quite young. He's he's what, 21, 22? So yeah. And like I said in earlier episodes, he's a really skinny guy. Like he's very slender. And obviously it's going to take some time for him to adapt to the Premier League. Like, yeah, yeah. Though nobody should get it twisted. Kai Havertz could turn out to be a very good signing for Chelsea. I just think at the moment, it's just hard for him to impose his will on the game because if you watched a couple of Leverkusen games last season, you'd see that his strengths are when he's able to pick the ball up and create. He's a very, he's a flair kind of luxury player. So you wouldn't have him going in to die for tackles, so on and so forth. His strength is in the final third, and especially getting into the box for crosses. So, yeah. With Timo Werner, he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He's just getting the messes out early. That's all. Yeah, I think it, the main problem with those two guys eh, is only you, like in Germany, Leipzig and Leverkusen, they used to play like off a striker. So I think mm. Lampard has something going on. Jude is not bad. Yeah. Play Jude actually, and let Timo and Havertz. Actually, mm-hmm. I, have, I have a serious point on this. It's great that you have mentioned uh-huh. Jude. Mm-hmm. I think Jude is messing up the way we play. Why? Mm. Now, we don't like a target man. I don't think... So, Jude, yeah, he's an experienced striker. Chelsea as a team, we will actually create chances. Like, even last season, we are creating chances. We just weren't scoring. So in terms of if you put a striker there, they'll get chances and they'll score. So I feel like the Sevilla game here kind of forced Lampard's hand mm-hmm. because if a player comes in off the bench, starts a game, scores four goals in a game and he doesn't start the next game, it's going to send a horrible signal to the rest of the team. True. So Giroud has to play the next game against Leeds. Cool. The next game against Leeds, what does Giroud do? He scores. He scores. So you cannot <laughs> drop him now. Mm-hmm. Next game against Everton. Okay, 0-0. Zero, zero. Cool. Next game against Wolves. What does you do? He scores. So now you can't drop him. But in terms of like the way we move, like, because we say like Timo plays off like target men and stuff like that. That's very true. Yeah. But I generally don't, I have not seen like any link between Timo and Jiru. The same way I've seen a link between Timo and Tammy. Like Timo and Tammy really dovetail well together for some reason. And True. that has happened. Even Kai and Tammy. Because I then remember Kai and Tammy as well. Yeah, exactly. Kai and when Tammy. When well. scored that hat trick against Bansley, all of them Bansley. were mm. <laughs> All of them were Tammy. Tammy, so, Tammy can be the long term, but what happens to Pulisic now? What happens to Pulisic? Like, well, you have to fight your way into the team, Charlie. I mean, for Paco Fees. You guys have too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> and. and another thing. But yeah. What? Oh no, no, no. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying another thing that I've, I've I've also realized about the team is in this Premier League, 
the one thing people can't defend against is like runs in behind like everything to fit there are teams mm-hmm. that know how to do it very very well but like if you look at what my united did today and i think we'll talk about my united very soon a lot of the stuff yeah. they're doing in behind the opposition like rashford is running in behind greenwood is running in behind you know pogba bruno they're just clipping balls over the top and once you get mm-hmm. defenders 10 charlie is pace versus pace like very few defenders are mm-hmm. fast as those strikers so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's something that we can we can inculcate into our offense. You know, have have the team and mm-hmm. Tammy runs in behind. Pulisic likes dribbling too much, for my opinion. But if I say that around Park with you, he'll heal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't talk about young Christian like hey, that. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. All right, but real quick, let's 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 move on to Man United now. Mm-hmm. Park with you, I need you to repeat these words after me. <laughs> My United. No, I've been, I've been warned. I've been warned by the checking VAR community that Parkufi should not utter those words. My United are dark horses for the league. No, no, but in, in, okay, look, I, I won't say it. I, I'm not going to say, say those exact words, but people, open your eyes. Marcus Rashford is a top five player in this league, definitely. Hey, that means that definitely. we have two top five players in the league. Yeah, you can put Bruno in there as well. <laughs> no, 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 because in all seriousness, have you people been watching Rashford? Not like the guy has been has been playing out of his mind. Like the goal he took today, first of all, I want to shout out uh, the second coming of Xabi Alonso, Victor Lindelof. What a brilliant, brilliant pass. Like so I that guy Maguire, who's the ball playing centre back. I think oh, yeah. it's Lindelof, to be honest. Yeah, Maguire has some serious... Even Maguire has been penning some balls every now and then yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, yeah. No, but, mm-hmm. but look, I think Oli is... I told you, that's... I said, if Oli gets enough time and Manchester United figure it out, it's a problem because <laughs> you look everywhere on the pitch and there's quality. Did you see Paul Pogba's assist today? Hey, that guy. Did you like, see I don't that? know if he's playing for a move or. Oh yeah, he's playing for the <laughs> contract, obviously. For me, I feel like he has he has really disarmed a lot of the Pogba haters because now they can't come out and say Pogba caused them the team, Pogba caused them the game. Yeah. Like I saw him heading balls out of the box in like mm-hmm. the 90th minutes. I was like, wow, Paul. And he even mm-hmm. like got a yellow you know, card to waste time, you know? Game yeah. management. Because yes. it, mm-hmm. you see. Because in the past, and I'll I, I just do this quickly so Koku, you come on. You oh, know, no Manchester, Ma- Manchester United went down. You know, Dean Henderson made a mistake, quick goal. In the past, that would have rocked Manchester United. But, you know, this season, and this is what scares me. I keep on seeing this. If Man United get that never-say-die attitude back, actually, it's a problem for the league. Because that's their whole... Ethos. That's that's their what. Yeah. When for me, growing up, hating against Manchester United, any time they could be two 0 down going into the eighty fifth minute, you would not celebrate because you know, you know that even mm-hmm. with like five minutes and Fergie time left, Manchester United could come back and win three two, and you know, I just think to myself in the past if they had gone down to Sheffield, quick goal. It would have rattled them. Heads would have dropped. Now, they're like, no, we, we have the quality. We'll get the chances. We'll score. And, you know, it's it's just a matter of... I still think they are right side. Oli is still trying to figure out what exactly he wants from it. Because he'll play Greenwood. I, he brought on matter for Greenwood. I don't know if he wants more creativity out on his right. That's what you're hoping for. That's why Sancho would have been the perfect right winger for definitely. us. Definitely. But unfortunately, it didn't work out. So Greenwood, Charlie Greenwood is frustrating. He gets in the nice position on the right. Charlie cross the ball sometimes. <laughs> hey. no, he just wants that to guy, shoot. That guy, that guy is purely left-footed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, oh, no. but his right foot is not even that bad. Yeah. Nah, he's, he's, he's. But I think he's, he's obviously in your brain. You have a stronger foot, even if you're stronger left-footed. Foot, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I like what Paco said about Itos. Because when you look, listen to what Ole says very carefully, and the guy wants to be the second coming of Alex Ferguson. The way he <laughs> describes how he wants the team to play, fast transition. He wants a good, he wants a world class player in every position. You mm-hmm. look at think of Manu in the past. That's all way, and now this never mm-hmm. say a way attitude. If we fix our home form, you guys should be scared though, because Charlie, mm-hmm. 
with our horrid home form, and we are, if we are the game in hand, we are second. Charlie, all I can say is that me, I know the team is good. I said it already. Popa, Popa is good. Bruno Fernandez is good. Rashford, oh my God, Rashford. Eh. Rashford, I don't know what he went to drink. But the guy, and I told you that we have a lot of players that are not firing yet. Marshall and Greenwood. Once those guys, two guys start firing, Charlie, stop, 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 stop. It will be a lot. It will be a lot to handle for most teams. I just don't still trust us against the big teams because I think Ole is still figuring out. Do I sit back and counter or do I take the game to them? But if he figures you that know, part out, Charlie, it's interesting you said that because Tim Sherwood made a comment today. He's like, with the co- with the quality Manchester United have, he feels as though they should be pushing like teams back a bit more as opposed to sitting back to counter. Because, when it, look, and I, 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 I tweeted, uh, didn't tweet, I said it in a group, I was like, F the rich. Because Manchester United are taking off Bruno Fernandes and bringing on Donny van der Beek. <laughs> do, you see, do, do you see what I'm saying? Like, things like that, as, as a, when your team battling relegation is devoid of creativity, things like this really irk you. Because Donny Van de Beek plays, what, 10 minutes? He would play every single game for Arsenal, like from minutes one to minute end. And it just shows you that, like, Manchester United are just so close. Like, well, so please. close. And, yeah. you know, as an Arsenal fan, growing up fearing Manchester United, slow but sure, it's coming up. I, I know we beat Manchester United, but I don't want to see this Manchester United team. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I don't want to see this Manchester United team. Party and all, because now that they are firing, like it's scary. Like the thought of Marcus Rashford going up against Hector Bellerin can keep you up at night. It really. But can. it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned not sitting back. Honestly, to God, only want to play on the front foot if Maguire and Lindelof had a bit more peace. So I've seen some upper mechanical links intensifying. If we just had a fast centre back by us, I think that would take the game to teams more because one Bissaka, a fast centre back, they can handle counter attacks. Then just let the two guys play. But I just want to move to the blue half. And I want Mana. Mana, mm-hmm. you predict Man City for the title this season. Yeah. But then they drew one one against West Brom, against Manu Neil Neil. I watch Man City now. And I don't see the normal things of it. They don't move the balls quick enough. Nope, nope. The burner it looks like he's very frustrated. He's always now blasting his teammates. Gabriel mm-hmm. Jesus. I can't remember the last time Jesus scored a goal. <laughs> and it's funny that when they scored their goal, it was Sterling on the right. And he did a cutback. I feel like that's yeah. honestly their best style of play. Yeah. And they are going to fuck it up. Excuse my language with inverted mm-hmm. wingers. But Mana, what have you seen? Man City, what's going on? Like, what's going on? Yeah, so Man City... I don't know. First, I guess credits in terms of their defense, they 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 they've shaped up that part. Like they are no longer shipping goals like they were at the beginning of the season. So, but the reason they are no longer conceding goals is because they've 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 put a second enforcer in the midfield, who does not necessarily do much in terms of the attacking. So they'll be playing like Rodri and Fernandinho. I don't understand why why they do that against West Brom don't understand at all <laughs> once 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 you do that like maybe even like a gundagan i understand but phil foden has to find his way into the team somehow you know bernardo silva like just put all your attacking guys on the pitch and ask them to go and express themselves you know because against west brom at home you should not be playing two defensive midfielders like that's that's just it doesn't sit right with me um mm-hmm. yeah but what's this what have you made of peps like lack of subs, like he still makes like one sub every game. I don't know, I had a theory mm-hmm. that I feel like he really wants to go for the Champions League this season. Mm. That he's resting a lot of guys, like Laporte. I can't remember the last time Laporte played a game. It's possible, it's possible. You yeah, know, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. what, you know what it is with Manchester City this year that their faithful doctor in Barcelona fa- failed to deliver the PEDs. no honestly all jokes aside i just feel like it's 
there's just a general lack of energy when you watch City. It's not the high octane, high tempo, you know, football you see. Like, they almost look disinterested to a point. You know, I think they're bored. Yeah. Because, and I think they really made a mistake of letting Leroy Sané go, especially on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. out of all their wingers, if you needed something out of nothing, I, I would say, St- uh, sorry, Sane was more capable of doing that as opposed to Sterling. You know, and I saw his stats. Raheem Sterling has cost Manchester City 12 points by missing a, about like four clear-cut chances, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just goes to show you, if you give maybe Sane those points, we, we could be talking a different story. So yeah, and and your Champions League point was interesting. I don't think City. You see, the thing about the Champions League is, if you don't bring your A game, you will be knocked out. Mm-hmm. Or you will be knocked. There have been better Manchester City teams than this that mm-hmm. have not made it past the quarterfinal. So I don't. Pep might try, but I don't think he's going to succeed. You know, because. You know, there's always that one scrappy team that makes it through the Champions League. And if that's what Pep is going to go for, it won't work. Because, you know, Manchester City are best when they are playing, you know, free-flowing, nice, dominant football. So, yeah, you know, Pep Mm. Pep has a lot. I think what is really going to happen with Manchester City in the next summer you're going to see a mass overhaul. They might spend 500 million, to be honest. And it's just really funny the squad. that you mentioned, because uh, I feel like Champions League, Mushin Gladbach are going to give them some problems. Yep. Actually, going to give them some problems. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. So, this 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 thing that you've mentioned, I was I was listening to Chris Paul give. It wasn't really an interview. Yeah, he yeah. was he was he was talking on the podcast like the basketball Chris Paul. basketball Chris yeah. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Basically, oh, okay. and he was talking about his time at Houston and how mm. um, they played like a certain kind of defense. So like they switched everything up, but teams don't usually yeah. prepare for that kind of defense um, during a regular season. But then the Rockets played mm. that defense from like beginning to end of the entire season because mm. they wanted to get ready for Golden State. I yeah. feel like that's that's kind of what Pep is doing. He's like trying to get his mm. team ready for whenever they play this mm. other great counter-attacking side that will exploit mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and really rip them apart because mm-hmm. of their extremely attacking philosophy themselves. And mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. it might be to the detriment of like their league form, but... That's an interesting like point. Like in the games I've seen, I, mm-hmm. other than the Leicester game, I don't think they've mm-hmm. been like blown away. Like, yeah, they've lost like they have not. Mm-hmm. 1-0, 2-1 kind of thing. But like, mm-hmm. they haven't necessarily been blown away. Maybe only Tottenham... Yeah, that was a twin. But other Even than that one, yeah. it was Bamba Me. They've been they've been in all the games. So if 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 that's his approach, that's fine. But it will definitely be to the detriment of points in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like I mean, for like I feel like Premier League, they might kick on just a little bit. I think but if Aguero comes back, win it. Yeah, I don't know if they win it outright, but they they are good enough to at least make top four. Right? After the Premier League, it's yeah. my you and Liverpool or Chelsea. Hey, hey, please, please. That's for the Premier League. Please, please, please. please. You know? Please. We are just... I mean, I, I was saying that we finished third last season. We have to do better. Like, mm-hmm. we just have to. Like, yeah, if so I'm here in Chelsea and Tottenham are in the title race, a team that finished third should at least also be considered to be in the title race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm happy that the boys are good. We have yeah. leads next. Whoosh. That game will be so brilliant. But I'm afraid McTominay got a lot of rest. And they are the guys who are going oh, to... Oh, I expect them against it. Really. Of course. Of them. course. Mark Fred. Mark Fred. <laughs> I need to play. <laughs> I expect them against yeah. I'll say this though. Um, just a quick FPL because I wasn't on the last one. Please triple captain Marcus Rashford. He's going to rip Luke Ailing a new one. You know, so yeah. Bamford will score one goal as well. Against Leeds. Bamford for scoring. I don't mind them. Yeah, when teams score against us, I don't care anymore. Like... <laughs> We will score you. We will score you. And these are the type of team where it's almost as if it will be an away away game for us. Yeah. yeah. Because when you listen to Ole, he doesn't like teams who come to Altruffet anymore. I mean, apart from Arsenal and Tottenham that we're down to a man, most teams come. 
and they really keep it tight at the back. They yeah. don't come and really express mm-hmm. themselves. But Leeds, I don't know how Leeds will play. And yeah, we might see like a lot of runs in behind from Bruno. So Bruno and Pogba are definitely here. I feel like I feel like Pogba will start. Oh, hey, it will be interesting on the left. It will be a diamond. It will be a diamond. Yeah, you just you just sacrifice this guy Greenwood. That's all. Greenwood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just sacrifice yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. So during well, right after the Man City West Brom game, I saw a tweet from Talk Sports that said um, West Brom were looking to sack Slavan Bilic. But like that tweet, I think it came out before West Brom got a one-one draw. So I think they they had like already sacked him and they were expecting to get pumped at Man City oh, yeah. and then they would just release it to the press yeah. that oh this guy has been sacked. But mm. they got a point, he was sacked and <laughs> Sam Halladice, big Sam has come back to the prem. Actually funny enough, I think we got this prediction right because we predicted who would be the first manager to be yeah. sacked with 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 Senior a couple of weeks ago. So if yeah. you were a betting person and you bet on us um, we would like our dues, ten percent, please. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> some Allardyce guys, ugly football is coming back to the Premier League. <laughs> Long toast. Listen, <laughs> listen. When he got appointed, I was a bit disappointed because I was like, you know, shit. Like that was my go-to manager for Arsenal. You know, oh, as a relegation. <laughs> Yeah, as a relegation 13 team and a team battling relegation, you know that, like, you know, by January or, or you know, mid-January, at l- latest, early February, Big Sam can come and, like, stabilize you and get mm. you over the 40-point mark. I don't know what we're going to do at this point. Maybe Tony Pulis will be on wow. the phone. So, hopefully, yeah. Um, but... You know, I feel for Slavon Bilic because yeah, yeah. You know, despite their their form, West Brom played some like decent football. You know, they 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 went bad to look at. Yeah. And there's some Allardyce that's completely going to change. Completely. Very much so. Very much. They so. will. They will. They will grind it out for ninety minutes. They will grind it out for like they, Their aim will now become don't concede and just take any points that comes with it. And I think that's what's best because, you know, supporting a team that's threatened by relegation in, in <laughs> Arsenal, I, I would I would also like to see that. Like, you see, because, and I know, I don't know how I'm come to make this about Arsenal, but like, when a team scores against Arsenal, you're just like, shit, <laughs> like we've lost because we can't score a goal to save our lives. And I think that's the same thing with West Brom. You know, Arsenal and West Brom are like on the same level. You know, same kind of quality of players, same wow. philosophy. Same wow. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is a good hire from from um, West Brom. If Arsenal were smart, they would get Tony Pulis on the phone, and um, I, I actually want to see where they go from here. It's 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 an interesting battle at the bottom. You know? I don't know. I don't think it's, it's a good hire. Very... It feels too safe to me in the sense that like the owners. We're thinking more of their pocket and like, hmm, we need to stay in the Premier League. Yeah. So let's get someone who we know, we know what to expect. And I don't know, like, it's not like Billage and West Brom were any far behind. One win and they were out of like the top, the bottom, the bottom three. three. Yeah. I don't know. I feel for him. I yeah, feel for him. Yeah. Like, it's not like he has a very scintillating squad and they're underperforming. Mm-hmm. So like half of the guys in the defense, I, mean, I can't, I don't, I can't even pronounce their names because yeah, I, I don't know them. That's. That's the issue. So West Brom have good attackers. Like Pereira is mm-hmm. good. Diangana is good. Conor Gallagher mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. from from Chelsea is also doing well. Come they on. don't have a striker. <laughs> yeah, um, go yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's 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 their issue. And then their defense. I mean, I don't know. Bartlett and Ivanovic, those two are not really blessed with pace. So. They really struggle when it comes to that. Ajay, Ajay, Ajay is decent. But the reason I don't think this Sam Allardyce sign is a good sign. See, Sam Allardyce here, he needs like certain tools to be able to work. And I don't think Galaga and Diangana and Pereira are going to be able to do the 90 minutes tracking that he wants. Mm-hmm. So unless he's going to find, I don't know, maybe guys in January or the other guys in the squad who can do that. I don't know. I feel like maybe someone like Eddie Howe 
you know, if that's the kind of football West Brom wanted, could have been a decent signing because Eddie Howe has done it with Bournemouth. He kept Bournemouth in the Prem for a pretty long time. I mean, barring some yeah. some horrible acquisitions of Solanke and Jordan Ibe, they might still be in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are crooks. But yeah, power to them, Charlie. I don't know. Fulham are looking in kissing a bit solid. Yeah, yeah, Scott Parker is doing well. you, that Burnley are the team that now it looks like they are going on that run. Yeah. They are not going to lose. They are not going like they are not going to lose. Mm-hmm. If they lose, can yeah. one nil, mm-hmm. one nil. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean, my money is on Brighton, and we'll get to Brighton even later on. But Charlie, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, in the post-match interview that Jose Mourinho did with, I think it was Sky Sports, he said, yeah. and I quote, "The better team lost today." I don't know what you guys He's made right. of that. Of that, hey, I'm, yeah. I don't know. He's right. Know. He, like, mm-hmm. just cast your mind back to the the chances King of all people was missing. You know, Spurs had like a lot of good chances. Oh no, no, no! Oh, yeah. Spurs, like two. Spurs had Bergwijn. two big one chances three. and then a King three. chance. That was three. Yeah. You see, but but you see, under in this Jose system, those three chances, you expect Harry Kane to bury it. Nah, that header was I still that header was a clear cut was chance. Atrocious. I don't know how Hurricane missed it. I don't know. My problem with space is that, and I remember we were speaking about it earlier when I was like bringing the XG and stuff. Mm. It's not sustainable the way they play. At all. Like, and we saw it against Liverpool. So? If no. the team, if the players don't score, it just becomes a very sit back team. Mm-hmm. Like Bergwan, hey Bergwan, I remember I tweeted with the checking for account. When was the mm-hmm. last time Bergwan had a good game? <laughs> Cause me that guy oh, is I mean. after that is go against Manu. I don't think he has scored again. Oh, and that was a while back. I don't know. So and then he had two good chances and he didn't score. I don't. Liverpool probed and probed. And Charlie, when you probe and probe, you get your goal in the end. And happy for baby fam, you know, you know. But hey, man, I don't know. What do you? Yeah, I mean, you were the match. Hey. I feel like Liverpool were the better team. Like in the sense that yeah, Spurs had chances, but Liverpool also had chances. Like Loris had to make a lot of saves, be it comfortable saves, but that was like poor finishing from Salah mm-hmm. and Firmino and Mane. Like Liverpool were just mm-hmm. shooting everything straight in the middle of the goal. But I think they were the better team. I think they were the better team. They moved the ball quicker, and I also felt they handled like the Son Kane um dynamic really really well like anytime Kane got the ball mm. it was either they will foul him or they will press him to the extent where he passes back and he can't lift his head up so I don't know I think that was just mind games from Mourinho you know he's, he's trying to get into the head of his title rivals and <laughs> that's just one of the ways you know and then after that I think he took another job at Klopp saying that oh if if he did half of the things that Klopp does on the touchline he will not last one minute you know Mm-hmm. It's just it's mm-hmm. just setting the scene. Exactly. Yeah, it's just setting the scene for when they have the return leg at the Amazon Arena. And it's very <laughs> soon. I think it's in January. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it is. Yeah. Question though. Um, do you guys think Gareth Bale should be getting more game time in the league? Because no. like you said, Bergwijn is not performing, you know, on all cylinders. He's not firing on all cylinders. Do you think it's time to give, you know, the what is it? Four-time Champions League winner. A few minutes. I don't think he fits the system at all. Off the yeah. ball. I mean, off he the still ball. has pace. Okay. Like yeah. Off the ball. Yeah, off like, the ball. He doesn't. He's he doesn't. coming in. He's coming in to like replace Kane. I feel like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, actually, I don't know. So, oh man, what do you think? But I think Mourinho has handled this very well because at the beginning, yeah, everything was about Bale. Oh, Bale, Kane, and Son. Look at how Bale, Kane, and Son are going to tear up the Premier League. And Mourinho was just like, oh, guys, relax, relax. You know, yeah, when Bale is fit, when Bale is fit. Bale has been fit for about eight weeks now. We've not seen him. Because <laughs> he's, he's he's definitely not in the guy's plans, Charlie. He has the system. Mm. Kane. So who's, was it, who's, was it, uh, yeah, signing or what? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think we can also investigate it for, you know, some money laundering because I don't know where the money has passed <laughs> or who is getting paid what. I've not heard any figures <laughs> from this deal. So mm-hmm, maybe it's one of those. But yeah. also, Bill, Bill didn't want to be in, in Madrid. So I can understand why why he moved back, mm-hmm. back to Spain. Yeah. But um, 
Speaking of Madrid, let's actually move on to their former manager, Carlo mm-hmm. Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, Everton, Everton are having a roller coaster season. You know, starts really? off high, there was a low point, but in the last two games, two solid victories, you know, versus top teams. They beat Chelsea, mm-hmm. they beat Leicester away. Mm-hmm. That was a very convincing performance. And they are coming up against um you know a, a side battling relegation in their former player Mika Tete's um not landing red. I don't want to refer to them as Arsenal. This is not <laughs> landing red. Um oh, yeah, yeah. Cool Arsenal what, what do you guys make two of one, it? Two you one. know, is do you think Everton are realistic top four contenders? Because you know, it seems as though when they are firing on all cylinders, like they beat a really good Leicester side, you know. And this was a Leicester side that was coming off a brilliant performance from against Brighton. Also, I want to shout out my guy James Madison. We all saw that second goal. My guy, keep it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you guys make of Everton? And and you know, this weekend's fixture, the 5:30 kickoff versus Arsenal at um at Goodison. Do you do you think it uh, the good times roll on? Nah, me, I can go first. <laughs> As in good times for whom? Arsenal or everything? Uh, but I want good times Arsenal. <laughs> I mean, just even shorting on everything, I am Ancelotti has changed their style of play a bit. Like, mm. they are now oh, a lot offensively solid team. Yeah. They kind of sit back a lot. Mm-hmm. They're not really counter-attacking, so they mm-hmm. are like half chances, mm-hmm. set pieces. Set pieces, yep. Um, against Arsenal, that's going to be a very dry game. I'm not really going to lie to you. Because I mean Everton defensively, their last three games they have considered one goal. And it was against Burnley. So I don't you he asked now you guys are going to struggle a bit. Because now they play four yeah. center backs in defense. <laughs> so it's going to be a tough game for you guys to break them down. I mean, no Gabriel as well. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, but you have so to have So, those passes, don't worry. Arsenal win. Arsenal win. is going. Yeah, Arsenal going to win 2 1. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why we're Man, not. Man, you're, you're spot on checking Vice under the line because of that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week, we'll come back to it and see if it was true. Uh, I feel like everything are going to squeeze it a bit. Like, like one nil, I think. Mm. It's one, possible. Ma- Park, it's do possible. you have confidence? Eh? Confidence? <laughs> I beg, let's go and play for a drink. Go home, please. Just go and play like eight at the back. Oh yeah, it's a good thing too. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, just. And there are, are fans in the stadium. You know, like I said, it's it's when you watch Arsenal, eh, the moments you concede, all hope goes out. Like cause. You know the team can score. So every match from now until we get a new coach, I'm predicting new new for my sanity. So new new. Amen. Baunu, I think Arsenal do. I remember the Southampton match. There were like three moments of liquid football. Yeah. In like but even in even... a 90 minutes game. In a 90 minutes game, if there are only three moments <laughs> that you are playing sensible ball, is it correct? The Danny, is the Danny, Sa- the, the Danny Sabayos pseudo dive. That was some nice liquid football. Obamian's goal was some nice liquid football. Pepe shots that I went to the keeper was some nice. It's not football. sustainable exactly, because exactly. Obamian's goal came from Saka dribbling three, three Southampton oh, yeah, players. True. <laughs> All those Southampton players should be sold because <laughs> there's no way a small kid should be beating you like that. That's one. Two, I take her out. I've had enough. Ah, what's this? This is enough. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. I, don't, I didn't want to come in and do... Uh, 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 um, I didn't want to come in and do Higi Haga, but... <laughs> I didn't want to come and do. I didn't want to come and do Higi Haga, but the guy needs to go. What's this? I don't no, know. We've lost Rip. seven out of thirteen games. How? Yeah, but you don't that many times. How? You guys, you guys How? be fine. You guys. You know, no, 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 no. My problem at Teta is that like, and I don't even know why, but like he's still figuring things out. On the, it's very difficult. It's very different listening to Pep every day, and now actually trying to enact it in your own team. 
and see them do it on the pitch. Oh, I think if I had, I think at mm-hmm. this point in time we have we've come to the conclusion that Ateta is not trying to form a new Man City at Arsenal. No, no, no. His own, <laughs> his own is like a Mourinho, Rafa Benitez kind of style. Yeah, so that's what I told you. <laughs> I thought that the guy would come to see a liquid the football. Nah, 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 nah. But it's not happening. Let me talk about local football before we move on yeah, to the yeah. last one. Charlie, today I saw man you play some liquid. Oh football. my days! Oh, I mean, that's something. Yeah, man, you dark horses for the league. Oh, liquid. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to utter those words, but my goodness, that third goal was beautiful. Hey, hey, hey no, hey, actually, mm-hmm, actually, the third goal, yeah, I have a serious Ami gripe Ram's, with this guy, Martial. Why? That I think he was taking a first touch. It was a first touch. No, no, that was, a yes. pass. that was a pass. I no, think it was, was a first, first touch. <laughs> no, yeah, the guy Look was trying leg. to score. <laughs> yep, he tried to control the ball yeah. and it was a bit uh, heavy. But I thought Kibam Bam is all part of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think oh, yeah. I think the first goal, the Rashford one, that was that was that was that was a great goal. Oh, the touch. Yeah, that touch. that control. And that Lindelof Rashford connection combo. Yeah. We have seen it before in Champions League. It's serious. It's serious. So it's something you have been working on. Apparently, we don't we don't do anything in training. But I me, mean, I hope people are seeing <laughs> it. <laughs> but this guy Ramsdale, um, Sheffield, <laughs> they need to go back to Bournemouth and ask for their money. They're Bournemouth. Someone, someone swindled them, so they have to also swindle. Someone. Honestly, we we need to do a, a segment scam alert. <laughs> we should profile the transfers of uh, Brewster, Dominic Solanke, all these scam transfers. Serious, serious. Money laundering. Money laundering. I, I don't understand how that guy is a professional goalkeeper. Because, okay, Kepa has also caught for Chelsea, so maybe some of these things I should understand. <laughs> but some of the shots he's just letting pass, it, it, defies, it defies all logic. It defies all logic. Yeah, I think this this game has really sealed Sheffield United's fate. Unless unless they go on a run of like four games winning, nope. we will we will see them in the championship next season. But speaking of another team that might join them, Brighton, <laughs> Koku, Graham Potter, and your guys, Bisuma, Lamte, what's happening? <laughs> Free, free, free Bisuma. Free Bisuma. If you can't beat Fulham, I mean, Fulham, I'm sure they start back. I didn't watch the match, but I'm sure they start back. But Charlie, if you cannot beat Fulham, I mean, they, unfortunately for them, they are in a relegation fight. Mm-hmm. Like, they are in. They are, and that's the thing. If I'm looking at teams who look likely not to lose, out of Burnley and Brighton, I put my money on Burnley to not lose games. Because mm-hmm. they have been there, done it. Mm-hmm. Brighton, Charlie, bro. Grand Potter, I feel for him. Like his his job is not on the line, but mm. as Mana said, in a striker, Danny Warbeck up top is not good it's, enough. It's, it's, it's not, not cutting at all. It's not cutting. Danny Warbeck, <laughs> Warbeck in this twenty twenty, <laughs> and he's a striker. Oh my god! But I, I mean, Trussard is yet to really come. He went. He was injured, so mm-hmm. he's going to come back into more pay. More pay as well. Mm. My that guy was a big good bad Charlie. I don't know. Hey, I mean, under Chris Hutton, they had this guy, Glenn Murray, and they really played yeah. to his strengths. Mm. But right yeah, now, with the kind of football they play, you can't put a Glenn Murray up top. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just won't work. It just won't work. Oh, so you do guys have but Brighton going down? Not down just yet, but I don't know. Oh, it will go down to the wire. So mm-hmm. then Arsenal will be battling out. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, believe I think... Arsenal escaping maybe with five games to go. I Just think I think West Brom, they, their fate has been sealed, with with <laughs> with big Sam. Some other guys, mm. yeah. So, so West yeah, I, feel like they, I feel like the so, teams in the Prem now, they are good enough to not be a, like get points against like that low block they are come to do Charlie. Yeah. Twenty twenty Prem teams are too good mm. now. They are going to do low block against Liverpool with Thiago. That guy is training, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's training, okay. I saw he's, he's back. back. He's, he's coming, oh, he's coming. I'm going to do low back against <laughs> Thiago. Oh, God. He's coming. He's coming. Charlie. All right, but yeah, just to reiterate, Liverpool, Man United, Dark Horses for the league. Liverpool, please, 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 for the please. league. <laughs> Let it be known that I did not utter those words. Uh, although Manchester, in, I'll say this, 
Manchester United are interested. Let me just see. <laughs> Manchester United are interested. AKA. So. <laughs> All right, I'll guys. Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea are my favorites. <laughs> yeah, uh, then Arsenal might also make the top four if we are just, you know, putting out. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's been another great episode. Just, just, just a quick one this time. Um, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you guys next week in the next one. Thank you. Actually, when's the next one coming? That's Man, a good question. Next week, Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next week, Tuesday, same time. We'll be back, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll be back. Definitely. All right. <laughs>